I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye, I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye, I miss the sweet Kanye, chop up the beast Kanye, I gotta say, at that time I'd like to meet Kanye, see I invented Kanye, it wasn't any Kanye's, and now I look and look around and there's so many Kanye's, I used to love Kanye, I used to love Kanye, I even had the pink polo, I thought I was Kanye, Kanye. What if Kanye made a song about Kanye? Call I Mr. Old Kanye. Man, I'd be so Kanye. That's all it was, Kanye. We still love Kanye. And I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. <laughs> la, 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 what you like? Get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. God, I'll be back in a second Man, it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given, much is tested Get arrested, guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do, act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. La, 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 la. Wait till I get my money right. La, 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 la. Then you can't tell me nothing, right? Excuse me, was you saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. What's going on, everybody? Yes, if you're wondering, that's the time I'm on right now. So I was going to do a bonus episode about the whole Kanye situation. Uh, I know that everybody's talking about it. I know everybody on the news and on the radio and podcasts. They've been talking about it ad nauseum, uh, but I haven't yet. So here we are. Uh, so first and foremost, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, mental health and mental illness and just like dealing with it publicly uh, as we see in uh, Senor West. Uh, so for those of you who don't know. Kanye's been on a roll lately with just trolling. What with seemingly. You know what? Allow me to say that. Seemingly, he's trolling. So he's been in he's been in the news uh because of uh the White Lives Matter t-shirt, uh him. Uh, being co-signed and co-signing in return, Candace Owens, uh, making very inflammatory remarks towards the Jewish community. Uh, of course, uh, in the past couple of years, he's he's shown his support for uh, Trumpito. So let's just get all that out the way. So. Everybody is entitled to his or her or their opinion. Allow me to preface this entire show with that. If he, if, if Kanye or Ye, as he legally changed it, if he feels that Trump is his guy, then fuck it. I have family members and friends who have uh, shown their support for for Trump. I've worked with people who've dealt with, uh, well, not dealt, who've shown their support for, for Trump. I got no problem with that. You're, we have a difference of opinion. We're entitled to it. Uh, so, Throughout the years, you, I, I think I, I spoke about this uh, 
a couple of pods ago, a couple of episodes ago, where we see a man unraveling. Essentially, we see a man unraveling. And is in in that you start seeing uh people attack his opinions on things. Now you can't really attack a person for what they think or what they feel, what they believe, because it's genuine to them. They're saying it righteously. You can't uh discredit uh an opinion. You can't. You just can discuss it and maybe or maybe not you can sway that person to change his, her, or their opinion. But in this case, we're dealing with a guy who's really, really intelligent. We, you, you've seen it throughout the years. He's very smart. Uh, he's a musical genius. He's an artistic genius. Uh, we've seen it displayed in front of us since, what, 2001? Earlier than that? Because I think he was working with uh, the hitman uh, D. Dot Angeletti uh, back, you know, back in the bad boy days. So we've seen this 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 person show his intelligence time and time again, not only in art but also in business. And it's just, you know, he's not a dumb guy. Now. What I do want to connect today is the connection or the correlation. I have a little uh, microphone issues. I'm trying to fix it real time. Um, there is a connection between genius and mental illness. Before it used to be called insanity. And that's not what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it mental illness is exactly what it is. Um, Kanye has admitted to being bipolar. Now, in no way am I saying he's bipolar because he's a genius or he's a genius because he's bipolar. I think those two are two independent um, categories to place him in, place him in. However, uh, in doing in doing some research, if not all research, uh, about this this topic, I start seeing. The connection. I start seeing the connection. I start seeing where they 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 meet. Now, and I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna put it on Kanye the entire show, even though this is the reason I'm doing this this episode is because of him. But I'm not just gonna put it on him. There's different types of geniuses. There's different levels of creativity. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of nuances to this to this topic. But to go with my lead in being Kanye, I guess I have, I have to discuss it. Now, in no way, shape, or form. Is it okay or excusable for a person to say racist remarks towards another, towards towards a group of people? Uh, Anti-Semitic remarks, uh, in this case, the Jewish community. And I'm not going to blame him being, having these thoughts on his bipolarism. I am going to say because his brain works different, he processes information differently. He processes opinions and news cycles. He sees it different than we do. His view is askew. 
So he doesn't see people. He doesn't. He sees objects. And you've seen it. He may be. Look. And I'm going to get a lot of shit from this, especially because I know a lot of uh, a lot of people like this in this situation. But. One of the reasons that he is the way that he is, and I'm not saying is is I'm not discrediting his bipolarism. That's part of it. But a lot of the a lot of the intention seeking that he sees uh, or that we see, excuse me, or that he displays or the the egoism. Is because he's an only child. He's he's. He's been sheltered his entire life. He's been given everything his entire life. I'm not saying that he didn't struggle. He's, he came, his mother was a professor, uh, former Black Panther. His father was a former Black Panther. I'm sure that like, his father wasn't in the picture the entire time. So I'm sure they struggled a little bit. However, being that he's the only child, he was sheltered a bit. So a lot of the e egotistical behavior that he's displaying and how self-centered he is comes from that. I understand that a lot of people aren't Kanye level selfish or self-centered. I'm saying that if you're the star of the show in your family and being that, oh, you might be the only girl in the family. Family for the boys, you're the only girl. You experience things differently. You are giving things. You are given things. You, you experience a certain privilege that other people don't. Being an only child, sometimes can it be that double-edged sword. And being so privileged can be a double-edged sword. Meaning, you don't know how to really accept the fact that the world doesn't revolve around you. And, and I, like I said, I know I'm going to get shit from that. I know people uh, in this uh, who, who, who fall under that category. I'm not saying something's wrong with you. I'm not. I'm just saying that you view the world different than a younger brother or a middle brother or an older brother. You see the world different. That's why sometimes you shouldn't. Fuck. That's not, not shouldn't. That's why they always say you should have more than one child so that the other child has somebody to talk to or somebody to, to associate with because they socialize together. If that makes any sense. If, if, if it doesn't, then it fucking doesn't. I, I, I don't know. But anyway. So Kanye, grow, uh, growing up as an only child, okay. That explains his self-centeredness. Self I, I can't talk tonight. Don't know why. Anyway. So the way that he sees things is... Is, is, is very interesting. Now, in order to describe it, uh, I have to describe myself. Now, in no way am I uh, comparing myself to Kanye West. No, I am not doing that. However, I used to make music, still dabble in it uh, every so often. So whenever I used to write, and still do, but whenever I used to, when I was heavy into it, I would see music different. I would see it different. I, 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 and the only way that I, I, I can explain it or I can illustrate it to you is 
every song is a house and every verse is a different room and each room is a different color. And that's how I can memorize my music because I can put myself in, the, in that room and I can just remember what I wrote based on that. Now, I thought I was the only one that saw, saw things like that. And then I was, one day I was watching uh, the diary of, and this is how long ago it was. It was on MTV, the diary of Kanye West, right? So he's uh, showing, and a lot of this, a, a lot of this, uh, you can see on YouTube. And actually a part of it was in uh, his documentary. And a lot of this uh, MTV uh, diary uh, it ended up, some of the footage ended up being in his first video. So he's, he's walking around his childhood home and he shows a, a, a picture that he painted. And it, it, it looked like a train, but the, 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 the squares were different in, in, in different sizes and different shapes and, uh, the depth of them were different. Like it was, it was weird. It was weird to see, uh, to, to see this painting because if, if you didn't have that explained to you, you would just think, well, this is a painting of shitty squares. But then Kanye goes, I drew this or I painted this in the eighth grade. And this is a four bar beat. And then he was like, it's like that. He goes, that's how I see music. And I was like, I thought I was the only one. So his view is skewed for two different reasons. Or I guess everything that 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 uh, entails his personality is different categories. You can place it in different categories. One, him being an only child, being really the center of attention to his mother. She gave him all the love, all the uh, the adoration that a mother should. But it was all concentrated onto him rather than if you have like two siblings or or another sibling, it would have to be divided between you two because you have to love every kid equally. But all of that love, all that attention, all that adoration was concentrated onto him. Now, you compound that with how he sees art, how he sees his music, how he sees his creativity. How he, how he illustrates it to you. Now you have a very abstract view of the world. And that's, and that's, and those two, those two uh, notes, I guess, defined early Kanye. Now, let's fast forward. Let's fast forward. Now, money changes people. And actually, allow me to elaborate. Money doesn't change everybody. Money doesn't change you. What it does is magnifies who you are. If, if, does that make sense to you? It magnifies, it shows who you really are. Money makes you come out to the world. If you're a piece of shit, you're going you're gonna to be a piece of shit with money. If you're a good person, you're going to be a good person with money. If you're eccentric, 
guess what happens? Exactly. You're going to be just ultra out there now. Now, throughout the years and since 2001, my guy has been working feverishly to cement his name in the history books. He constantly compares himself not to other artists, but to other creators. He, cre- uh, he, he likens himself to Steve Jobs, to Picasso, to Walt Disney creators, innovators. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm, I, I am in I am no way qualified to say yes or no. However, I do know that success and the pursuit of success puts a strain on you, not only physically, but also very much so mentally. And imagine if you're super smart. Imagine if you're genius level. Imagine that. I'm not. I know for a fucking fact. I still push on pull doors. I am in no way a fucking genius. However, throughout the years, you see people of genius level intelligence succeed or strive to succeed in whatever field that they set their mind to. And because of this, they focus feverishly. They, they laser focus. They, that, that tunnel vision on that end goal is astounding. They won't stop until they, they achieve their goal. And they're never satisfied. Perfection is never achieved in anything. Now imagine if you're trying to innovate something. Imagine you're trying to innovate computers. Imagine if you're trying to innovate telephone technology. Imagine if you're trying to innovate music. Innovate art. How obsessed you would be to to achieve perfection. And the thing is, is never good enough. You will always find the flaws in it. But the thing is, is that the beauty of everything that there it does contain flaws. So with with this mental strain on top of the way that you see the world. You start, I guess, becoming more angry at life, at society. We, we, that's why that's why so many artists and so many innovators and so many and we'll, we'll take it off creativity. We'll, we'll put it onto just successful people. That's why these people are, are they're some of the most flawed individuals that you will ever see. Because how distant they become of how mundane things, or excuse me, how normal things become more more mundane to them because it doesn't interest them. 
because it's not what they're working on. So these people develop all sorts of mood disorders. They, uh, they worry. They, they have anxiety. There's a, a high rate of manic depression. Bipolarism. So, yes, intelligence is directly connected to mental illness. The smarter you are, the more frustrated with shit you become. Let's take it down to the elementary level. Let's do it. Now, if you're, if you're your kid, let's say, you know what? Put yourself in a child's shoes. Let's say you're in a class where the subject matter is a little remedial for you. How do you pass the time? You're way ahead of your, your classmates. Like they're still doing addition and subtraction and you're already in algebra. How bored would you get? Now, with that boredom, how do you entertain yourself? What, what normally happens, and we see it time and time again, we have these students that misbehave because they're children and they don't know how to rationalize, so they act out. Because they're bored. They're not being challenged. Now, let's say, and we'll bring it back to fucking Kanye. What if he's bored as shit? And you see it. You see it all the time. He's making ugly clothes and stupid sneakers and buying like farms in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, or some shit like that. He's doing shit that to pass the time. He's putting himself into business uh, business meetings with people that he and let's fucking be let's be honest. This motherfucker don't belong in these meetings because he's not qualified. His money qualifies him to get to get there. Now, the reason that I say I said before that he's succeeded in business is because he was able to partner with people who are very good at business. 50 Cent said it himself. I never went to Harvard, but the people that went uh, that worked for me did. So, uh, crazy ass Kanye gets his people. He pays. He he makes a lot of fucking money. He pays for the smartest people in the room to put him in the know with certain business types, and his money gets him there. Now he's bored. A bored person always looks for the next challenge. We all do. We all do. If a job is not challenging you, challenging you enough, you get bored and you start fucking up and you start missing work and you just you know, you want something that challenges you uh, or or makes you use your your brain. We all contain creativity in all in our respective fields. We just need the proper vessel to display it. Now, so with all this strain that you're putting yourself mentally, 
and and mind you, a lot of people do work well under pressure. Uh, a lot of people are, like I said, they like to be challenged mentally. And that's why they become successful. Like, you ever watch a skateboarder try a trick? And he fucks up, or he or she, or they, they fuck up so so many times, but they still keep doing it no matter how many times they get hurt. And then they get it. That 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 person's gonna be all right. Cause they gotta figure it out. They're challenging themselves physically. Now we just gotta do that shit to ourselves mentally. So now, the more that we challenge ourselves mentally, we focus on the task at hand until we until we find a resolution. And sometimes that's where, I guess, genius and mental illness converge. And that's where it becomes helpful. Now, there's, there's different ways that we develop mental illness. Work is one of them. I remember uh, a lot of, not a lot of the reasons. I guess the main reason why I was able to properly diagnose my, my, uh, my depression uh, back in what, 2015 or 14 was because the catalyst which is a shitty job. Not a shitty job. A shitty job for me. It was just not a right fit. And I, you know, I got really, really fucking depressed. And I was able to, to I was able to see that. So there, there, there's a lot of factors. I'm, um, a few. There's five. I went from a lot to a few to five. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, so a lot of people develop mental illness or mental health problems. I should, I should call it uh, because of a, a, a number of things. Let's say childhood abuse, trauma, neglect. These are factors that play into mental health issues. You know, the fear of abandonment still plagues us until adulthood. It does. It it, it affects your your view on people that come in to your life. You go, well, you're not permanent anyway. So why fight for you? You're just going to leave. So the, a lot of these, you know, you know, you know, you go through childhood trauma. Uh, some people uh, in trigger warning, some people were molested as children. So that, that develop, that develops, uh, I guess, a a mistrust of people. Especially, it makes you very cynical to the people that say they love you. Neglect. If you're left to fend for yourself by the people that who are fucking by nature are there to guide you and feed you and make sure that you're good. If you're being neglected by these people, then it kind of puts you in survival mode at all times. So that's one, that's one factor. Uh, 
a lot of people are introverts. I'm an introvert, which is weird. I, I got uh, a coworker of mine said, it's, it's weird that you're an introvert, but you have a podcast. And I was like, yeah, but I'm just talking for an hour by myself. I like to be in my apartment talking to myself. Uh, and in that, in that isolation, uh, you can get lonely. I'm not going to say it doesn't get lonely. Solitude is very, very addicting to some. Um, uh, people who, dis- uh, who experience discrimination, racism, it fucks with you. Because now you're seeing now you're seeing the world as an enemy. So now you're constantly on uh, on defense on defense. That that really that really goes a long way with you. Cuz it never leaves. And the older that you get, it just gets worse. Because you become more cynical, you get more gruff, you get your 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 worldview is that of opposition. If you're constantly hearing in the news that the color of your skin is the reason for why the bad things happen, you go, then then fuck y'all. You know, who are you? Uh, Social disadvantage, like being poor, being in debt, that affects with, that affects you. I think I talked about it a couple of episodes ago. The fucking guy with the dirty sneakers and the scuffed Tims or whatever the fuck he's wearing. He has so much going on inside of him. And that anger comes out in violent ways because he's tired of that. He's tired of the situation. He's tired of his fucking sneakers being clean. He's getting clowned all day. Up and down that block, he's getting clowned. Females don't look at him because he's seemingly dirty. Or, nah, nigga, you broke. That messes with you. That messes with you. Because now you're forced to isolate. Now you're forced to be alone. Now you don't have a, a friend on that block because everybody sees you as some dirty dude. Now, this one is going to hit very close to home to me and also Senior West. Bereavement. Losing someone close to you. Now, between 2004 15 and 2016, I lost two very important people in my life within a six month period. And I'm going to be honest with you in full, in, in the spirit of full transparency. I don't think I correctly healed from that or completely healed from that. Because a lot of that, I developed a PTSD from that. I'm just being honest. I'm being open. I thought this was a safe space. 
I don't think I fully healed or got over it emotionally. Like mentally, I've moved on. I've, um, I've accepted everything. It is what it is. But emotionally, when I say emotionally, I mean I don't, I don't think the the wounds have closed in the sense of how certain things trigger me. It happens, and and we see you know the the PTSD that we've we've grown to know the reason that we know PTSD is in, in war veterans. We've seen it in war veterans. And then, you know, they're way past mentally. They're way past the, the, the war and, and the horrors of war. They, they've moved on. It, it might be 20 or 30 fucking years later, but let a car backfire. And it takes them right back. And with all the therapy that they go to and all the group in all the group sessions and uh, sometimes medications that they take, it's, it's still an ongoing battle. You never really get over it. Now, Senor West. Kanye West lost his mother. He lost. His. His main lady at the time. He lost a person who was the Jiminy Cricket on his goddamn shoulder. The person guiding him. The person who's telling him and pushing him to be a better version of himself. Now, again... This is what happens when you're an only child. In some cases, I should say. So, he's gotten used to not people kissing his ass. I'm not saying his mother kissed his ass. I'm saying that she showered him with so much love and so much attention and so much adoration that when he lost her, he lost that. Because a mother's love is a mother's love. Your mo- like, for example, like you're, you're, is that term? You have a you have a face that only your mother can love. Because most moms don't see the ugly in you. I'm sure fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's mom was like, but he used to eat vegetables, like shit, like that, like she, <laughs> like she. She was like, not what this fucking goofy Netflix shit said. I'm sure that she was with her baby boy. Oh my God. How can my baby boy eat people? He didn't even like hot dogs, like some stupid shit like that. So mothers can over, like, they could overlook certain things in you. Now, when you get into the real world, Guess what? They don't look, they don't overlook things. They don't look past your flaws. They'll point it right out to you. Now, let's say you lose that person that will overlook your flaws to see who you are. Really? Let's say you lose her or him. Now you're in a world left alone. Seemingly alone. What do you do? What do you do? You ser- you seek ways to distract yourself through substance abuse, through alcoholism, through toxic women, or just through women. They don't even have to be that toxic. 
So now we saw that happen. Him, him, him uh, taking the award, the, the, the moment away from Taylor Swift. That was like right after his, 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 his mom passed. And mind you, he was in leather jeans holding a bottle of Hennessy at that goddamn award show. You knew some shit was going to go down. But like now, you he doesn't have that person going, yo, I don't think you should be saying this shit. No, that's the, and that's the thing. You have all this. You have all these, all these uh, reasons for why this person is showing out. He's showing his ass all over goddamn TV. And he's done it. Like, you know, when he was like right next to fucking Austin Powers and shit, like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, you know, whatever. You, but you can see the nervousness in him. Like, he almost didn't say it. And you, if you watch that clip, he, he, he was reluctant. But he did it because he's fucking Kanye. So, mental illness, it shows itself in different ways. It puts you on a destructive path. It makes you attack people that just want to help you or that just want to love you. And it's hard to accept sometimes. It's hard to accept love sometimes. Now, let, let, let's all put our and I'm, and don't I'm not caping for for Kanye. I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just trying to understand. I'm trying to illustrate everything that's going on in this man's brain. I'm trying to point out that when he's an outspoken person because of his creativity and his frustration with society and the shit that he does and the way that he sees music and sees the world, he sees it as objects. He sees us as objects, as movable fucking pieces in the goddamn universe. That's how he sees us. And then whenever he says something, it sparks outrage because what the fuck? Why, why is my TV mad at me? That's how he sees us. Imagine if your fucking coffee cup got mad at you for something that you said. You go, why the fuck is my coffee cup? Who the fuck is my coffee cup to tell me that I can't say things? Be a coffee cup. Hold my coffee. That's how he sees us. He sees us as objects. Now, what he sees, when he sees the only people that he's, I, and look, mind you, this is all my opinion, but the only people that he sees as people are the successful ones, are the innovators, are the, 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 the ones that, that uh, are inflammatory. These are the ones that he sees himself equal to. He likens himself to fucking Walt Disney. To Nikola Tesla. He doesn't see himself. He doesn't. He is disgusting to him that people compare him to Drake. It is disgusting. To him. So now when he turns on his fucking TV. He sees a guy wearing a red hat saying wild shit. And he goes, I like that guy. He doesn't give a shit what people 
think about what he says. I love him. I'm going to wear that red hat and it's going to be my superhero cape. He said that shit. So now he sees himself in Trump. He sees Trump in himself. He sees an equal. He sees a person. He's not an object. That guy's not an object. I got to meet him. I got to sit down in a room with him. I need to pick his brain. You know what's funny is that through, uh, throughout this whole this whole media blitz that he's going on, I was watching a couple of interviews with him. Uh, when he was on, like, I think right now the only people reaching out to to really sit down and talk with him are the conservative outlets. Which, whatever, who gives a shit? But in watching, I I must have watched maybe like three hours of interviews with this this person, and I've noticed. Now, everybody, so now everybody's saying that the reason that he's saying the shit that he says is because uh, he's bipolar. He's not taking his meds. That's not. He's emotionally unstable because of that. But again, we're dealing with a very smart person. He refers to himself in the third person. Very aware of what people say about him or what us objects. He, he knows what the couch is saying about him. He's like, uh, yeah, um, uh, I think the most, the most yay thing I can do is like, um, you know, I can make a whole backwards hat. Yeah, that would be the most yay thing I can do. That was my, that was my uh, Kanye impression, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, but he's very aware of what people say about him and what people think about him. Like he's he's aware of pop culture to a certain extent. Because he's still out there instead of creating all the damn time. Like, for example, they say Dr. Dre has no idea what's popular because he's just focused on his thing. He, like, it's either fucking headphones or music. And that's it. But Kanye is very connected to, um, to society. Uh, to pop culture. To what's going on. So he's, so he's, very, he's very aware. So for the simple fact that he goes, yeah, the most the most yay thing I can do is I'm like, oh. So now you know what people think about you. And you still do it. So that's very like people call it trolling. People are like, oh, it's because it's bipolarism. Maybe all these things, all these factors come into play when we're talking about this man. And, and, and that's, that's what's happening in front of us. You have a person who's a billionaire. Okay. You have a person that says inflammatory things. Got it. You got a person who's arguably one of the best producers in music history. Got it. Now you have a person who's self-centered, who has bipolarism, and doesn't really know what's real anymore. White lives matter doesn't mean anything to him. Black lives matter doesn't mean anything to him. He just knows that 
it pisses people off. It pisses it, it pisses my kitchen table off. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that's gonna piss off my refrigerator. I don't know why I'm just only describing uh, kitchen objects. Maybe because I'm looking at it. Moving on. But yeah, so he sees the if the effect that these words have on people and their emotions. Now, this is where bipolarism comes to play. And this is where bipolarism and his intelligence converge in a split almost immediately. As a thinking person, as a rational person sees it, I need to get, I need to understand why my brain works like this. Why certain things piss me off and why certain things make me laugh. I need to know. And to be not to be able to be in control of your own emotions on a day-to-day basis must be frustrating to a person that his intelligence can only get him so far. I fancy myself a, 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 a smart person. I don't know how cell phones work, but I don't give a shit because as long as they work, there's a smarter person that's figuring that shit out. Now, Kanye's going to try to figure out why the fuck it works. He's going to try to figure out why his brain is wired different. So, in order for him to understand it, he has to understand how to control emotions. And since he can't do it in himself, he does it with other people. He does it. He says he wears white lives matter with the Pope, Pope John Paul on the front. White lives matter on the back, Pope John Paul on the front. What the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. Whatever. That he says, I'm going to go DEFCON fall on the Jewish community. Nobody knows what that means. And then in another, in a Pierce Morgan interview, he goes, well, I am a Jew. So what is this? He, he knows what he's saying. The reason I know that he's saying, uh, when he knows what he's saying is because every time he says something, we fucking talk about him. We discuss him for fucking weeks. He's like, if I can't, and this is, I'm sure this is how he thinks. If I can't control my emotions, I'm going to control theirs. I'm going to control their anger, their frustration, their adoration. I'm going to control it all. But he doesn't know that a lot of shit that he says affects people. That the people that used to like him and love him for his music, look at him funny now. Like, how are you supposed to look past all this shit? How are you going to look past the person? And let's take it off him. A person that's that's every every chance they get, they attack you. And yeah, you can go, oh man, uh, they, they have mental illness. He's bipolar. Man, fuck. I love him and I want to understand him, but he says hurtful shit to me, yo. Every time that I talk to this person, they bring me down.
So how do you see, how do you get past that? Because now the person that you, 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 you love, you might have to lose and they have to lose you, but they're fine with it because they're used to being alone. Fine. If you don't understand me, other people do. He isolated his wife, or now ex-wife, and his children. He's made it to a point where he, he can't be around his own kids. Like, comfortably. Because he's erratic. You know, motherfuckers damn near Howard Hughes. He's like, I'm homeless. I'm going to live in the fucking... Uh, uh, the Mercedes, the Mercedes Arena. Motherfucker, are you sleeping in the basement? As a billionaire? You're bored, I get it. He's eccentric. He's fucking Howard Hughes in there now. He used to be one of the freshest dressed motherfuckers in the game. The Louis Vuitton Don. And now he looks like he fell off a bus. I digress. So now you, the, the things that he says and the shit that he does it has effects on people. His ex-wife started dating Pete Davidson. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the motherfucker, but whatever. I, if Kim Kardashian was like, hey, yo, Joe, you're my new man now. Guess what the fuck I am? I am keeping up with the Kardashians. You see me fucking eating an avocado salad and calabasas. That's what the fuck I'm going to be doing. So anyway, so you have Pete Davidson there, and he's caught in the middle of it. Pete Davidson has his, his battles with depression. He's very open about it. And because that he, he likes Kim Kardashian, now he's the focus on this evil genius's fucking attention. Yo. I'm going to slap Pete Davidson. Hey, people, if you're a fan of Ye, if you see him in the streets, call him a loser. Like, dog, handle that shit yourself. He triggered... Uh, uh, Pete Davidson's PTSD. For those of you who don't know, maybe you might, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Pete Davidson, he lost his father in 9-11. He was a firefighter. He lost, he lost his life dying a hero as a seven-year-old kid. How do you, how do you grow up knowing that your, your father died for a census act? Now, all these calls for violence and all this shit and, you know, all this fucking attention and all the scrutiny it gets to you. He had to go to trauma therapy. The things that Kanye says and does has effects. He's going to lose a lot more than his Balenciaga deal and his bank account or wherever. What else? And he calls it cancel culture. No. You cannot be trusted. They're going to end up giving him a, a conservative ship. What they did to Britney, it needs to happen to him. Somebody needs to control this motherfucker. Or at least his assets and his money. Because apparently, my man has too much of it. My guy is weird now. <sighs> if you thought if you thought that was weird. How about this? Side doors. This is Nope. Wrong one. I'm an idiot. I've been uh 
I haven't drunk enough coffee today. Here we go. <laughs> you know what? I'm, that's what I deserve. I, that's what I deserve for going an hour. I'm an asshole. I apologize, everybody. And the way that I'm going to apologize is with shower thoughts. As a kid, 99.9 times you cry because of physical pain. As an adult, 99.9% of the times that make you cry is because of emotional pain. That has been shower thoughts. Without the fucking shower. I'm really bummed out about that. Whatever. It's late here at the time that I'm recording it. It's late. I didn't drink enough coffee. I'll do better next time. Whatever. I gave you motherfuckers an hour and six minutes of me talking about mental illness and bullshit. I even shared with you. How dare you? How dare you? Uh criticize my fuck-ups. I'm like Nikola Tesla. Perfect Kanye West impression. Perfect one. Uh, you know what? That's it. Put a fork in me. I'm done. This has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.